Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I can God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. <laughs> I'm unsupervised right now. This is a beans on toast kind of day today because there won't be anyone at home judging me going, ew, beans on toast? Oh my God. I just saw a TikTok. Like, so on TikTok, there's a lot of people who like to show off how good of chefs they are and like, yeah. look at me make this exquisite dish. I just saw a video of a guy who's just like, here's how my grandma made beans on toast. And it involved like just a can of beans. He cut up hot dogs with scissors. Oh. Cut them right That's into weird. That. that makes me cringe a bit <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and then he sprinkled in like a few other things. Like it was, you know, some hot sauce, some brown sugar or something. Yeah. Cause there's not enough sugar in a can of beans already. Oh yeah. But I just appreciated the fact that there was a guy who's just like, here's my gourmet recipe. Yeah. And involved cutting them with hot dogs with a pair of scissors. And it made me want beans on toast. That would be, I don't, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go home. I'm going to make a video of me cutting hot dogs with scissors. I'm going to post it online. It will get at least 5,000 views. Big time. Yeah. I don't know. There's something weird about seeing some, like, it was weird to see him cut them with scissors. It's weird, too. Like, people who cut pizza with scissors. Are you that guy? No. 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 Have you ever seen that before? I have. It's bizarre. It's weird. I mean, on one hand, are they onto something? Yeah. But also, no. Just use one of those roller things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Use a pizza cutter. You don't, when you go to a pizza, like a restaurant, and they're making gourmet pizza, they're not cutting it with scissors because they're not children. They're professional chefs. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see Gordon Ramsay cutting his pizza with scissors. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? So I'm looking forward to, you know, the next couple of days with my beautiful wife out of town, it's going to be me just eating all the stuff that I'm too ashamed to eat in front of her. So I might even put mustard, like yellow mustard on my beans and toast. Lost me on that one. Really? Yeah. I'm not about ketchup? No. I think think it's good to exist on its own. It doesn't need training wheels. Yeah. But if you're cutting up hot dogs and putting those on your beans and toast, doesn't the hot dogs, isn't the hot dog laying on the beans (laughs) on toast, given the come here mustard the little motion with his finger come here mustard squirt squirt some mustard on me where i struggle is that you'd make the beans on toast with your hot dog in it and mm-hmm. then you're like you know what i may as well make just a couple naked hot dogs to have on the side yeah and that's where you get the a little bit of ketchup a little bit of mustard next thing you know you've eaten a package of hot dogs and half a loaf of bread and you hate yourself oh yeah then you don't fit in your jeans anymore yeah So, oh, I know where I was going with this. So early this morning, it's July. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it is July. It is summertime right now. Mm -hmm. And my wife is at her mom's house in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Beautiful. And my wife texts me this morning and goes, oh my God, she has the furnace on. It's so effing hot in here. Furnace on in July. Yeah. Yowza. 
Her house is perpetually like 900 degrees. And it's so funny because every time you go there and you're just, you're sweating, like it's just running down your face. You're soaked through your t-shirt in her house. And she'll be like, all of my friends are like, they think I have air conditioning because my house is so cool. No, it's not. (laughs) Your house is a brick oven. Your house is a pizza oven. Yeah, it's not a good sign when it's 30 degrees outside and you have to step outside to, to, cool. Get, to cool off. Oh, yeah. Oh so I God. feel for my wife. My house, I do not have the furnace on, and it still hit. It was about 28 degrees, my thermostat said the other day, inside that house. Without the furnace on. Without the furnace on. Oh. That was bleak. And then what does it go down to at night, like 24? I wish it. I think because we've had a couple colder days of late. Yeah. It's now down to 22 which is almost manageable, but 22 when you're trying to sleep, that's still too warm to still sleep. Still too hot. Like that's warmer than I have it in the dead of winter. Yeah. So it's still really hot. So I couldn't imagine still having the furnace on. Ugh. Is your uh, blushing bride, is she hearing any of the hot goss from the prison yard? Oh. <laughs> that's nearby? Because this is the same house that's prison adjacent, right? Yeah, I sent you that picture earlier. This summer. I spent a week there, and I was just doing yard work and just working around. Her mom is ninety-one years old and still lives alone in a house. Like wow. she's a she's a high-functioning ninety-one-year-old woman. Like she could run laps around a lot of people, but she needs some help with her yard work. So I was there doing some stuff. And that's when I was—I could hear them. There was some sort of sport going on inside the prison walls. And you can see the prison from her mom's backyard. You see the wall right there. God, that's unsettling. I think I sent you a picture of it. You did. Yeah, you can totally see it. And I could hear them yelling at each other. <laughs> I can't remember what the guy's name was, but it was ridiculous. I think they were playing ball or something. It would consume my life. I would want, I'd be listening in on the prison chatter all day. Yeah. And did I talk about this in the podcast too? The thing... So they now have prison guards outside the wall. Right, right. Oh, uh, I did talk about this? Yeah, to prevent people from throwing contraband in. Yeah. God, that's bleak. I guess what they do is they split a tennis ball open and they put they put the cocaine or whatever else inside and they just lob it over the fence. Say what you will about those criminals. They are savvy. Yeah. They know how to get it done. I think what would be funny is if the guards on the inside of the wall were armed with tennis rackets. <laughs> And then when they saw those tennis balls, they just batted them right back over the fence again, much to the chagrin of the inmates who were really, really counting on that resupply. Yeah, they're up, well, they're upset they lost the cocaine, but you got to admire that forehand. Yeah. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. A place where you don't need armed guards 24-7. Lube City. Ah. Trustworthy as the day is long. They sure are. God, I trust them under the hood of my car. You know what? Maybe you need an oil change right now. And you're like, if only there was a place where there were trusted service technicians. Well, there is. They call themselves Lube City. Mm -hmm. 27 Alberta locations. You can find them online right now. LubeCity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. There are so few things that I have a real opinion on. Like most things around my house, if my wife's like, what do you think of this color plates? I'd I'd be like, I don't care. I, I don't think about that ever. But if she ever asked me about apples, I'd probably go for a solid two hours. 
It would take a lot for you to hit the roof, but a bag of Macintosh apples might oh do my it. God. I would arm sweep those right onto the floor. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, somebody just texted Bryce and said, good morning, guys. I was talking to my wife's stepdad last night about, of all things, apples. He said his favorite is the Macintosh. Mm which I thought was a bottom dweller. It is. I can't remember what your rankings are as the top apple, but my top is Royal Gala. Mm. Um, first of all, why does your wife's stepdad have such low self-esteem? Yeah, yeah, your assessment is correct. The Macintosh is indeed a cellar dweller. It's the, it's the apple you eat. It's the apple you buy when you don't think you're worthy of a good apple. Like a Macintosh is just, uh, it's fine, I'll take an app. It's not your first choice, Apple. It shouldn't be. For sports fans out there, it is, uh, it's the Arizona Coyotes of the Apple family. Is it technically an Apple? Yes. Yeah. Should you cheer for it or buy it? Absolutely not. Yeah. A Royal Gala, though, like that's a fine Apple. It's a... It's a mid-pack apple. It's a mid-pack apple. It's it's a good one. It's better than most. However, yeah. there are there are better. I do enjoy a gallop. Pink Lady. Uh, pink Lady's a good one. A Pink Lady's a fine apple. I like Honey Crisp as well. Maybe a, a Fiji. Honey Crisp is the top of my mountain. Is it? It is. But yeah. it, it's the most expensive. Sure is. And but sometimes the you got to treat yourself, though. I know. If they're on sale, get out of my way. I will throw old ladies and children to the ground. I will step on their bones. If I'm in the produce section of a grocery store and I see you reaching for a Macintosh when the pink ladies are on sale, I will slap the Macintosh out of your hand. And some people find that shocking, but I'm doing you a favor. You need to step up your Apple game. Uh, Someone just texted, as a Nova Scotian, little insulted about your take on the Macintosh. Great for a pie. Yes, but we're not always eating pie. Granny Smith is the only apple that goes in a pie. Yeah. You're making your apple pies wrong. A Granny Smith is a pie apple. It's not a solo apple. That's a pie apple. Yeah, you don't eat a Granny Smith because anyone who just sits there and eats a Granny Smith, nobody's enjoying it. It's so sour. They are. They are. And uh, just so we're not piling on the Macintosh, another cellar dweller apple, Mm -hmm. Red Delicious. Oh, yeah. Not to be confused with the Golden Delicious, which is a fine apple. Red Delicious is easily the most misnamed apple of all the apples. Yeah. Uh, It should be renamed Red Adequate. (laughs) Red will do in a pinch. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to do it for the power rankings of apples. We haven't discussed apples in ages. No, I had a lot to get off my chest. I can't remember what I have on my desk this morning. Maybe an empire? Ooh, did anyone say try those Cosmic Crisps? Oh, yeah, they're good. I got those at Costco, didn't I? Is that where I got them? They were good. They're fantastic. They were good. Yeah. Uh, Should we spend the rest of the day talking about apples? Look at the text coming in. Pink Lady is all anyone in my house will eat. That's good. Your house has standards. Good for you. I'm not opposed to eating an apple pie made with Macintosh apples. I it's, won't. Really? You can tell the difference? It's the same as the people that put a slice of cheese on their yeah, that's uh, weird. apple pie. It's weird. It's yeah. the same thing making it with a Macintosh. Granny Smith or bust. That's the hill I'll die on. Okay. Uh, wow. Everybody loves to talk about apples. I thought we were the only... What about the grapple? Forget it. Those things are overpriced garbage. Have you ever had one of those? I don't think I have. It's supposed... It comes in a weird globe-shaped, yes. hard plastic. The it's name so, turned me off. It's so precious. It comes in like a... Like if you went to Sport Check and bought yourself a basketball, 
like a collectible basketball might come in a larger size version of that. Mm. But yeah, it's it's sort of like it kind of tastes like grapes. You know what? If I want grapes, I'll buy grapes. I don't want to grapple. That's weird. Don't even get me started on candy apples. I was with my best girl at K-Days the other day. They had a candy apple. Oh, no. She bought one? She did not, but I saw it. Yeah. And it's a a garbage. I mean, the caramel part is great, but then all you're left with is an apple on a stick. Yeah, just go buy yourself some caramel. You don't need the apple part of it. Oh, yes. This is the Gone Around Drew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, Somebody, this is from Dustin, who sums it up quite nicely. Dustin says, the Macintosh is like the crescent wrench of apples. It can get you by in a pinch for whatever you're making, but there is a correct apple tool for the job. I'm a gala apple guy. A gala is a fine apple, Dustin. Nice choice. Somebody else said, I just turned on the radio, heard you say you need to up your apple game too. Was it Honeycrisp? I only eat Fuji. Fuji's a fine Pineapple. It's a top shelf apple. Personally, I'll always reach for a pink lady. Uh, but a honey crisp or a Fuji, it'll it'll work in a pinch. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. People want to talk about apples, Bryce. Dying to talk about it. God, every time we bring this up, every fights begin on the text machine. People feel passionately about their beloved apples. I can't believe the people who are like, oh no, it's gotta be a Macintosh all the way. What happened to you in life? Why did you get so beaten down in life that you think a Macintosh apple is the best apple? Yeah. Next thing you're going to tell me, a crab apple is the way to go. Like, get out of here, man. Someone was just trying to defend Red Delicious as well. (sighs) Saying they taste good, except the texture and the immediate bruising. Well, (laughs) what did it say? It said Red Delicious has the best flavor. No. But the soft, mealy texture and the fact it gets a massive bruise if you breathe too hard around it makes it virtually inedible. A red apple or a red delicious is that girl you see at Big Valley Jamboree and you can't stop staring at her. She's beautiful. She, oh my gosh, beautiful. She twirls her hair when she's talking to her friends. She laughs. She looks adorable in her cowboy hat and her boots. And you finally you summon the courage to go talk to her. And within 15 seconds, she says something super racist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's a, the Red Delicious is a beautiful... Oh, my God. It's an attractive apple. Beautiful. Maybe even the most beautiful apple. But it's what's on the inside that's not beautiful. And as we all know, it's one on, on the inside. That's what really counts. Mm-hmm. It's the Garner Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, the Macintosh apple is sold in gas stations. That tells you everything you need to know about them. Yeah, once 7-Eleven starts selling Honeycrisp, then I'll have a... Then maybe my attitude will change towards the Honeycrisp. Somebody said Garner is correct. Pink Lady is the one to reach for. That's my top shelf apple. That's a good one. Last week, my amazing wife brought home a bag of Macintosh apples. My son and I were questioning her mental state. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Did you ever get to the bottom of why she bought those garbage apples? (laughs) Somebody... This one, I never thought I'd have a visceral response to someone's choice of apples, but here we are. Oh my God, people, it's ambrosia all the way. That's a good apple. It is a good apple. Yeah, Fuji's up there as well. Uh, Somebody else, did I miss no time to Google? By the way, I can talk about meat the way you guys talk about apples. Oh yeah? What's a top shelf meat? Steak. I mean, that's the one to beat. Well, I would say hot dog, but uh, or hamburger. <laughs> I'm a simple man. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. 
Uh, on the topic of loud quitting, which is the exact opposite of quiet quitting, a term we heard all about during the pandemic. People quiet quitting their do- job, just doing the bare minimum until eventually they just weren't doing anything at all anymore. Yeah, it's when you just absolutely mail it in, just doing enough not to get fired. Because you told the story, the uh, new trend now, loud quitting, which is the exact opposite. It's exactly what you think, where you just sort of... Yes. Rude to customers. You says uh, openly doing things to harm the business, including undercutting goals and opposing management. Yeah. Somebody uh, texted in after we were talking about this. uh, Garner's a corporate shill. He's a boomer. He says we should all work for corporations. Why does he love corporations so much? I, I, I simply said that when you loud quit your job, don't you have to find another job? to replace the job that you just quit and doesn't that get harder and harder to do the more you loud quit your jobs i feel like that might follow you around a bit it's the uh, it's the workplace equivalent of being sprayed by a skunk <laughs> yeah it's going to take a long time for that stink to come off when you're known as the person who Really, opposes management. Yeah, and, causes a scene when they leave. Yeah, it's one thing to stand up for your rights. I'm not saying you shouldn't stand up for your rights, but I don't know. You, Unless you are the person that just won $35 million, I don't think the majority of us can afford to just constantly have to be looking for a new job all the time. Loud quitting is what you do in your head. That's, what, that's your fantasy. That's yes. what you think about when you're in the shower. Yes. But in real life... You know, you need a paycheck next week, uh-huh. and maybe quitting that way is not—it's not the wise move. Somebody just said it's not loud quitting, as per the new definition. But I ended up in a yelling match when I quit. Ooh! I tried to quit calmly and respectfully, but they decided to yell at me about it. I wasn't going to get a reference at that point, anyways. So I let myself go. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. And. That's kind of that's kind of drama I crave from a distance. I don't want to be involved in the yelling match. I just want to witness it and sit there and be like, "Ooh, I want to witness it." Like, yeah, like I want to hear it, but I don't want to be I, I don't want to be anyone's uh, sight line. Like, I want to be in my office with the door partially closed and be listening to the whole thing. I want to pretend to be working at my computer when really I'm just listening to every single word. Yeah. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. This person says, when I was younger, I worked for an organization that rhymes with Acadian Pyre. I was there a couple of years too long. When I was done with that place, I gave two weeks notice, but they said they would pay me the time and I didn't have to come in. I thought it was a nice gesture at the time. After, I found out it was because they were worried I was going to loud quit. The term obviously didn't exist at that time. They figured I was going to set off the dominoes and a large number of people would follow me. Uh, That must have been awesome, though, and weird at the same time, because you'd be out grocery shopping and be like, I'm getting paid to grocery shop, or golfing, I'm getting paid to golf, even if it was just for a couple of weeks. Uh, Oh, they just replied. It was a little stressful. I kind of quit without another job and had some bills. I was lucky. I also had profit sharing. Don't know if they still do that. Money was getting really tight before I got the next job, though. Well, thank you for that. What's your story? 10029. You can call the show, too, at 780-423-1029. 
Have you ever quit a job without another one to go to? Just sort of like, I can't do this anymore. How did things turn out for you? I like these stories. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, have you ever just walked into the boss's office and let him have it? Yeah, man. And quit your job with no job to go to? About a thousand times in my head. In real life, no, not once, not even close. No? It's, uh, it'd be scary. And Well, I, my beautiful wife and I, we both quit perfectly good jobs when we were in Victoria. Sold our house, put everything in storage, and moved to Calgary. Didn't know a soul in Calgary. Didn't have jobs. It started all over again. Like, Victoria was great. Like, the, our jobs were great. We just knew it wasn't our home. Had to get back to that prairie living, Bryce. So that was pretty scary, but it worked out. You know, we had really very few obligations at the time, though, either. Yeah, and you didn't go out in a ball of flames. No, as a matter of fact, I took that radio station with me as my first customer when I went out on my own. Ah, there you so go. it worked out quite well. So I guess, yeah, it's not really the same thing. Yeah, that fantasy life where you just Ooh. really, veins are popping, spits, flying, fingers wagging, and you're letting the boss have it. And you're starting sentences with, and another thing. Every sentence starts with, and another thing. Maybe you do one of those beautiful sweeps across a desk, knocking everything to the ground. Including the pictures Ooh. of their children. God. That's the dream. Somebody said, I'm actually in this situation where I might have to do that. I'm totally stressed out. It's affecting my health. I'm trying to find a new job, but it's not that easy when you're a bit older. Hopefully something comes along soon. Work stress seeps into every part of your life and you have to deal with it. And it's easy to sit over here and say, oh, you got to quit that job. You got to quit that. But I also understand that people have bills responsibilities, obligations, and that's not always possible. No, it's not. You got to do it the smart way, which is why this loud quitting thing, this new trend, where basically you're the office wang Uh until you quit, is maybe not the way to go. No, because you do have to find another job down the street. And you don't want your reputation to follow you around, do you? No. Somebody said, and I'm going to edit out the name of the company... Because I believe they advertise with us. Oh, my. I worked at blank as a supervisor. They treated us badly or so badly that one night I just left my uniform in a bag on the manager's door with my name tag. Never went back in. They didn't follow up with you and be like, hey, your shift is Saturday. You coming in? Like, they probably don't do it anymore, but I was just always think, like, what about when you had to go in to get that last paycheck? Well, yeah, I guess maybe they don't have to do that anymore with yeah. direct deposit. <laughs> but I feel like there would have to be some paperwork, wouldn't there? What do I know? You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This person says, I once quit mid-shift and walked out of a warehouse job because they told us we couldn't listen to music anymore. That was shortly after they told us we weren't allowed to talk to each other on shift unless it was directly related to the task. Well, that sounds awful. Thank you for that. We're just talking about, you know, have you ever quit a job with nothing else to go to just because you just couldn't do it anymore? Maybe it was just bad for your mental health. Maybe it was bad for your physical health. This person says, as an RN who's worked at a very busy inner city hospital, 
and had to go on medical leave over a year ago as my health was deteriorating. Lost 15 pounds, constantly asked to work on my days off, short-staffed. Health is so much better after leaving that workplace. Almost feels like quiet quitting, close to retirement, never going back to work in that hospital. This other person, this says, I quit my high-paying executive job and my wife quit her stable teaching job in December of 2019 to travel with our dog for a year all over Canada and the U.S. before we had kids. We were thinking we would move somewhere we visited if we loved it. We made it to California by February where we flew to Florida for a cruise in February of 2020 and we were watching the cruise ships with people trapped on them from a cruise ship. Then flew back in March and we were stuck in California for two months during the lockdown. Luckily we had family to stay with. I learned how to make beer with my uncle. Not so bad. Made a ton of beer and got drunk. Then after two months, we said screw it and drove all over and stayed at expensive hotels for 80% off all down the West and East Coast. Uh, Couldn't visit some places because of COVID, but whatevs. Then came home 10 months into our trip to both get our jobs back. And now we have a 15-month-old kid. All in all, COVID wasn't so bad for us. Wow. You covered a lot of ground. Sometimes it does work out for you, I guess. Like, I'm not saying you should walk in and quit your job with nothing to go to. Just giving you some examples of, you know, sometimes it does work out. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.